Flight 229, you're clear for takeoff. Just like a flight plan, you have to know where you're going and how you will get there when you plan for retirement. Let Ryan Fleming help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to a special edition of the Pilot's Advisor. Walter Sorholt here alongside Ryan Fleming. On today's show, we're turning the spotlight on you to answer some of your burning questions about retirement and financial planning. We've got great questions on the docket today as we'll get ready to open up the mailbag momentarily. We're talking about online calculators, 401ks, mutual funds, and much, much more. That's all coming up on today's show. But before we get to those mailbag questions, a quick word from Ryan on what's coming up on a future episode. We have a show coming up that's going to be, uh, I think, very interesting for an airline pilot, whether you're a male or female. I think one of the things that pilots' children deal with is their parents being on the road quite a bit and the time that you do spend away from them. Now, I know when you are home, you're 100% there, not going to work as so much, and you're you know taking them to school, picking them up from school. Everybody has their own individual situation going on, but I think that that is something to really, really consider. Um, some some pilots get uh, in love with the uh, the money and work probably too much, and there needs to be a, a nice work-life balance. And so that's something I think we want to talk about, and I think it's something we're going to discuss on our next show. And so my plan is to bring on a pilot that does nothing but work with young boys, um, you know, Eagle Scouts, Cub Scouts, what have you, and his boys are gone now, and we were discussing some of the issues that affect kids these days, and so I think he'll be a great resource to discuss and talk about some of these issues and about pilots not being there for their children, uh, maybe as much as possible, and I know a lot of us do a great job of bidding reserve or figuring out ways to be home for our children. So not a topic for everyone, but definitely something that needs to be discussed because I know it is a factor that children deal with. I think it'll be a topic that will be enlightening for some. Um, I think it's a topic that uh, needs to be discussed. So look for that uh, coming up. We happened to get a couple of questions that had to do with 401ks, so this will be kind of fun. Uh, let's go to the first one here from Frank in Seattle. Uh, Frank says, I rolled over a 401k to an advisor a couple of years ago, and he put all of the money into something called American funds. Is that okay, or should I be invested in other things too? Well, American funds is just a fun family. So, um, you know, when you say I put all my money into American funds, that's just like saying I put it all into Fidelity or I put it all into Vanguard. Um, so it really doesn't give us enough information about what he actually did with your money. Because, of course, American funds has many, many mutual funds out there. And so it's all about how it's broken down into those funds and what asset classes and what exposures they have. So... Unfortunately, per, I don't have enough information the, to give you a good answer. Perhaps that's the red flag here, Ryan, that, Frank, you don't know really what you're invested in. Uh, it makes it, it sounds like you're invested in something cool, American funds, right? But you were, it sounds like you don't really know what's in that portfolio necessarily. Well, and I have a huge problem with that to begin with because it's an advisor's job to sit down with their 
a client and explain to them what they're doing, how they're investing their money, why they're doing it that way. And I always do it from an academic perspective. And even if you're not a finance person, I can explain it, explain it in enough layman terms so you understand. I mean, I explain it to pilots, which is the lowest common denominator every single day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, but, but, you know, giving somebody your money and just trusting them, that's not the way to go about doing things at all on, on both sides. Not, it's not prudent for the investor and it's not a good, good plan for the advisor either. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's to me the thing that jumps out here, Frank. You know, we were just talking earlier about those old 401ks that people leave behind. And one of the reasons that we talked about, you know, while you have eight 401ks or, you know, a bunch of IRAs lying around, you think you're diversified when that's really not the case. These are just, you know, vehicles. They're just uh, shelves where the actual investments get, you know, basketed into. I don't know if basketed is a word, but we're going to make it on today's show. So that's kind of the situation that you're in here. Maybe you, you think that you're in good shape by being you know, you're asking, should I be invested in other things? Well, you're not even invested in a thing, really, with the American funds. It's the stuff that's inside there that you're invested in. And if there's a, a lack of knowledge over what you're into, that's a, that's a red flag. And you should, uh, you know, get go go back to that advisor and say, hey, I need more education about what's in my portfolio, what's in my plan. And then, Ryan, the next step of the question is why? What, what, what's the purpose of these dollars and of these investments? Why are we invested in them? Always ask that question because there should be a why for every investment that's picked. Well, exactly. And then even beyond that, I mean, American funds doesn't give me any red flags, but then is that in an A share mutual fund? Is that in a B share mutual fund? Is that in a C share mutual fund? All of those have different expense ratios that you really need to discuss and talk about. And I don't think the average investor really knows how complicated and how many different levels there are in this, uh, this financial industry. And that is why it's absolutely important for you to work with a fiduciary uh, financial advisor that is looking out for your best interest. And if they're not explaining enough to you, they're really not helping you much at all on the, fr the front end of getting into these investments. Frank, reach out. Uh, if you're in a similar situation to Frank, reach out to Ryan. Uh, get some help looking at what's in your portfolio, uh, maybe some better education that you can get when it comes to your money and finances. FlemingFG.com or email Ryan directly, Ryan at FlemingFG.com. I want to get to another question here from Emily, and Emily says, it appears that I'm now able to contribute more to my 401k this year than I was allowed to last year. Is it safe to assume I should go ahead and put in the extra amount? Well, absolutely. What's going to happen in your 401k plan? Every single year, the, the federal government will change how much you can actually put in. And it's actually not every single year, but they tend to bump it up $500 or what have you every year that you can actually put into a 401k. And you do not have to worry about over contributing because what's going to happen is once you meet that limit, if you meet it, it'll automatically shut off. It'll stop pulling money from your, your uh, paycheck. So, you know, so today it'd be $19,500. $19, and if you're maxing out your 401k every year, you're doing an amazing job going forward for retirement because most individuals are not. And for you airline pilots out there, there are so many little tiny things that you can do in your, inside your 401k plan that I can teach you about, whether it's pre-tax, Roth, after-tax, uh, little, little tools and little gotchas. So it's definitely something you want to reach out to me and we can discuss because it can have a huge drastic effect on your retirement future down the road. 
That's a great point and uh, something I think that's really big for a lot of people to consider. And it's a great question that you ask there, Emily. Again, the ways to get in touch with Ryan Fleming, call or text 843-475-3038. That's 843-475-3038. Or find Ryan online at FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. Ryan, this one comes to us from Steve. Steve says, an online calculator says I'm going to need $742,485 for retirement. We'll just call that three quarters of a million dollars. How accurate do you think that estimate is? Well, Steve, I don't know you and I don't know what your current lifestyle is, what your current living situation is. However, big picture, uh, looking down on that question, uh, I use the 4% rule, which gives you a good wag of how much you'd need for retirement. And what the 4% rule means is if you had a million dollars saved, that would spit out $40,000 a year. So for $750,000, you're basically cutting 25% off of that. So if you could survive off of $30,000 a year for all your expenses, then that would be enough. And Walter, I think this is one of the crazy things that investors don't really understand is how much money you truly do need to save for retirement to last you your lifetime for a 20 or 30 year uh, retirement. It's kind of daunting numbers. Yeah. And it's also underscoring, I think, the, uh, you know, kind of this false hope of these online calculators where you plug in just a couple of numbers and boom, here's here's a decision on how the next 30 to 40 years of your life play out. There's a lot of uh, a lot of danger in that. And I think people have to be a lot of have to be very careful with those simplistic types of plans and, and online calculators. Right. I would absolutely agree. It is very simplistic and it's not taking into account a lot of other factors, which is why it's important for you to talk to a professional uh, that's going to bring up certain issues, ask other questions to get more of the data in there to make it more accurate. I'm glad that uh, Steve's at least online trying to do something and trying to think about his future, but 100%, you probably need to reach out to an advisor and uh, they can help you come up with a number based off of your current situation. So Walter, these numbers that you have to save for retirement are very, very daunting. However, that does not mean that you shouldn't start from somewhere. I think one of the biggest things that investors do is they become overwhelmed thinking about retirement and then they do nothing. Doing nothing is not the answer. I don't care if you can only invest $25 a month, set it up, be disciplined and go in the right direction. It's going to help you later on and eliminate a lot of stress going forward. And you can ask questions by going online to FlemingFG.com. That's FlemingFG.com. Submit your question. We might feature it on a future show. Or you can ask your questions one-on-one to Ryan, of course, as well. Ryan, this is a good question from Beverly. I think you're going to like this one. Uh, Beverly says, I counted up the mutual funds in my IRA, and it appears that I have 33 different funds. Is that adequate diversification? What do you think on this, Walter? Is that adequate diversification? Well, it, it sure sounds like it. And the, the Walter from a couple of years ago probably would have said yes, absolutely. But I know enough now, having talked to you, Ryan, that that doesn't define diversification. Well, there's a couple of things to think about with this. You could have 100 different mutual funds. And if they're all doing the same thing, are you really getting diversification? So I always ask, are your mutual funds talking to each other? Because... You know, if they're all like buying and selling stocks and and doing all that, it's very inefficient and it's costing the investor money. So your mutual funds must be talking to each other. 
also, if they're doing some of the same things, you you got more and more um, overlap, and that's not efficient, and it's costing you money, and not good for the overall investment. So it really, really depends on what is inside each of these mutual funds. And that's why it is much, much more complicated than just picking a few mutual funds and having a portfolio. A portfolio is something that is engineered to withstand certain market conditions like right now. And that's why it is very, very important to have a portfolio that's engineered globally diversified and this is why uh, you know we we've analyzed thousands and thousands of portfolios, and most portfolios I see we find some major major errors in them, and that's why I would highly recommend if you have uh, some questions about your portfolio out there, reach out to us. We do something called a portfolio MRI, where we literally go in and dig into your portfolio and analyze each of these thirty three mutual funds and see how they're working together, so we can see what kind of uh, efficiencies or deficiencies that you have in your portfolio. And Beverly, most portfolios that I analyze have between about two and 3,000 positions. Here at the Fleming Financial Group, we're building portfolios with over 28,000 different positions diversified globally. Well, it's very easy to get in touch too if you want to go through that kind of review of your situation, Beverly, or anybody else wondering, am I truly diversified? And what am, is what I'm doing uh, appropriate for my situation? If you've got questions like that, don't hesitate to reach out to Ryan. You can go to FlemingFG.com to get in touch via the website. Again, that's FlemingFG.com. Submit your questions there. We might feature it on a future show, or you can address your situation directly with Ryan. We don't have to put it on the show as well if you want to just talk one-on-one about your situation. It's at FlemingFG.com. Thanks for the question, Beverly, and to all of our question askers on today's show. Thanks for tuning in. For Ryan Fleming, I'm Walter Storholt, and we'll talk to you next time on the Pilots Advisor Podcast. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.